0: What's love got to do, got to do with it? Well, it's kind of the whole video. Crossy Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to another episode of Podcast, a podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Oh, that's just the beginning of the love puns, my friend. We're in for a long 25 years. Grassy. And today, I wanted to do a different type of video. We've been talking about training camp and talking about like the highlights, like a guy like Kamal Martin or a guy like Tim Boyle, who is really kind of doing well in training camp. And one of the stories that has come out is about the development of Jordan Love and how he is most likely not going to win the QB2 job this season. And I'm here to basically say, don't grab your toasters, don't hop in the bathtub, it's going to be all right. Before we get to that one, I want to do a big shout and thank you to a Patreon, and that is future Vikings legend Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Up from $8 to $19.19. So... While it makes me cringe to say that, at least I have an extra $11 to numb the pain. Thank you, my friend. Now, when we drafted Jordan Love this April... The entire fan base was pretty calm. They understood and honestly had really little expectations for Jordan Love this season. And we're like, yeah, sure. Take over for Aaron Rodgers whenever you're ready. Instead, none of that actually happened at all. Everyone lost their minds, including myself. And so now that we are months ahead, one of the big things that I was looking forward to with preseason was how Jordan Love was going to perform. We've talked about Jordan Love and his college career in that 2018. He was really damn good, 2019. He took a step back with his accuracy, forced a lot of balls, didn't have a lot of receivers to throw to, and those interception numbers went way, way up. But from the beginning, I was saying, okay, if we are going to draft Jordan Love, it's the perfect situation for him. He gets to sit behind a guy like Aaron Rodgers, and he's just going to learn, whether that's a year, two years, three years, et cetera. Now, while we're not going to be able to see Love perform in preseason, the only snippets we're going to most likely get of him this season is either if there's blowouts or right now in training camp. And the early verdict was... He's a project, which we knew coming in that he had a lot to learn, whether it's with his footwork or with his accuracy, the guy had a lot to learn. Now, fast forward and we're a few weeks into training camp at this point and one of the guys who has been consistently performing well and really kind of just picking up where they left off from last season is Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle had a great preseason last year. Tim Boyle did so well that we wound up cutting guys like Deshaun Kaiser and it was like, "You know what? We don't even need to keep 3 QBs on the roster and plus Deshaun Kaiser was terrible." And so we rolled with Tim Boyle. However, besides preseason, we really haven't seen a ton of Tim Boyle, which is a good thing because Because if we did, that would mean that Aaron Rodgers was most likely injured. Or a blowout. That could have been fun. And so as reports came out... I got lots of messages from fans going, oh, no, you know, Love doesn't seem to be doing well. You know, is this a problem? Is he a bust? Because, of course, we only can only wait five minutes before declaring someone a bust. Look at Rashawn Gary. And so I kind of just wanted to go through what we've learned about Jordan Love thus far during camp and also take a look at how our current Hall of Fame quarterback, how he started off and how it wasn't so good. So... Matt LaFleur came out today in his press conference because there was a question from a beat reporter who asked, you know, what was the best throw that you've seen from Jordan Love? Because they haven't really seen Jordan Love just rip it. And LaFleur said today that he challenged Love today to not play hesitant, got to be decisive, you got to, I know you're thinking about it a whole lot, but you just got to turn that off and you just got to let it rip because that's how you're going to learn. And so previously LaFleur said that what he expects for Jordan Love is to get 1% better every single day, which... Which it seems like a very attainable goal, and so we talked about this last week when he like first started off with like the net. He was having a bunch of misses. He hasn't keep. He- He has gotten a bit better with that specific drill. He had chances and opportunities to actually do like 11 on 11 in which there were highs and lows. And he has been getting some praise, though, from LaFleur and Goody. So, for example, LaFleur said he's very natural. There is a lot that you need to clean up, though. Goody says that all the physical gifts are there. The guy is 6'4", 219 pounds, so he is a big guy. The picture that was circulating around with Tim Boyle, Aaron Rodgers... And Jordan Love, you can see Jordan Love like has a bit of a height advantage. And so as I have said now for weeks and weeks and weeks, we just need to give Jordan Love time. And it's not the end of the world if he's not QB2 on the depth chart this season. Because if that's the case, that means that Tim Boyle has earned that job. And as I've said over and over and over again, we should really have minimal to no expectations for Jordan Love this year. He just needs to sit there and learn. And so people are already saying, wait a minute, we went up, we traded up to 26 to go and get this guy. We didn't get a wide receiver and he's not even going to be QB2 on the depth chart. And I understand that line. And I could understand that frustration. But at the same time, this is an investment in the Packers future. And for them to do it correctly, the kid needs to sit there and he needs to learn and practice as much as he possibly can. And you look at a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Right? who when he started off in 2005, he played in three games, went nine of 16, 56.3% of his passes were completed, a whopping 65 yards and one interception. He had a 39.8 passer rating. That was that first year. Rodgers didn't really do so well. The second year, he got a little bit better. Third year, that's when he started really to show like, oh, okay, he's progressing, he's learning, he's going to do well. It's going to take time. Just like it did for Aaron Rodgers, it's going to take time for Jordan Love. You even look like a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who had the benefit of sitting behind Alex Smith. And because of that, he was able to sit there and learn. So right now, there's no reason to rush this. Because worst case scenario, if Jordan Love takes longer to develop... You got Aaron Rodgers as your freaking QB, man, so it's okay. Now, the question, of course, becomes, and we've talked about this before, is how long is Jordan Love realistically going to sit? Because you don't have guys who sit for three or four years anymore. Because if that was the case, right, if he sat for three years, basically to get that fifth-year extension off his rookie deal, right— you need to make that decision in his third year. And if you haven't really seen a whole lot of Jordan Love, that's going to be pretty hard to evaluate. But I would say we have at least a good two years for Jordan Love to absorb all that he knows. He's already come out and said that it's great learning behind a guy like Tim Boyle and Aaron Rodgers and basically just be a sponge. These are all good things. And so I just want to say relax a little bit. It's okay. Okay. We'll see where Jordan Love progresses to the end of camp. We'll see how maybe he'll get some playing time in a blowout, hopefully. But as of right now, there really shouldn't be any expectations for Jordan Love. And if he's QB3... That's totally fine. Now, in two years, if he's still QB3, we have a very big problem. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Are you still regretting that Jordan Love pick? Or have you kind of warmed up to it? Let me know what you think. You could always find me at com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash County and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always... Go Pack Go!